In his book, Tribe, Seth Godin said, people don't believe what you tell them. They barely believe what you show them. They often believe what their friends tell them. And they always believe what they tell themselves. What leaders do is, is they give people stories they can tell themselves. Stories about the future and about change. As a leader, as a leader, we, we have to be better storytellers, you know. I've, I've prescribed more than I've described. People came to me for advice and they came to me fearful. They came to me at their lowest. And I just filled out their prescription. I said, here, try this, say this, do this, call me in the morning. And they walk away from me with a potion, with a prescription. But maybe what, maybe what they really needed was a description. A description of what the future really looks like for them. That yes, I, I, yes, I know that you're going through. I, I see that you're going through. I feel you gasping. It, it's like, I feel you gasping. It's like you're sucking for air through a straw in a sea of doubt. Fear and so much uncertainty. I see that. I see the struggle. But I can also see the change as well. And then you set about painting a different picture for them. Man, I used to be the first one. I used to be the first one when when a prophet would would come to my church, and I'd be the first one down there, uh, hoping they would just lay hands on me, to to see past my 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 struggle and my pain, to say to to tell me to to tell me a different story, to say I see promotion, I see a bigger house, I see happiness, I see wealth. I desperately needed someone to tell me a different story. A different story that I could adopt and begin to tell myself. See, there are moments uh, there are moments as a leader that you have to be sensitive to that fact. You have to be sensitive to that fact that that w- w- what you tell them they won't go do. Even if you show them, they don't believe they can do it. They don't believe they can do it because, see, they, they, they look at it and say, well, you've been doing this forever, dude. They rationalize. They say, they say to themselves, they say, well, my situation's different. You don't understand. And they, they, they lament in anguish to themselves. See, they'll more, they'll more so believe their friends. They'll believe their friends, though. And even their friends, quote unquote friends, what do they do? They spew venom, doubt, jealousy, anger. Friends just sometimes make it worse. More like frenemies, man. But they'll believe that shit. Quick. So they stand there stewing. They lay there thinking. They sit there doubting. They sit there doubting because they believe the stories. We believe, we believe most of the stories we tell ourselves. I mean, some days, dude, I, I don't need you to tell me what I'm doing wrong. I, I get the fact that I, I should have done this and I should have said that or I should have prepared better. I got it. I see that. Thanks. Thanks for telling me what I already know from your, from your perfect life vantage point. 
there's a time and place for that, but sometimes we have to be sensitive to the fact that that's just not that day. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the answer is not how to, but, but instead it's where to. It's where to because I do believe sometimes that you have to adopt someone else's belief in you because you're just too far down. You're just too low. You're too doubtful to believe, to believe, to believe it on your own. So some days we have to borrow somebody else's stories about ourselves, about the change, about that the change will be worth it. That if we can just get to the other side, the future will be so much better. Diana Nyad, at age 64, became the first person to swim 110 miles from Cuba to Florida. Or Florida to Cuba. And, and you know, she had to swim in the water. There, were, there was no protection, man. Fully exposed to sharks and killer sharks and killer stingrays. Those stingrays were, had so much venom in them, if they punctured her in the right area, it would kill her. And there she was swimming fully exposed. She was in the water so long that salt water, what what happened is, is it soaked into her pores. And when it soaks into your pores, when you're in that water that long, it makes you delusional. Because it it draws out, it, it sucks the life out of you, basically. And you become delusional to the point where she was seeing things that just weren't even there. She saw the Taj Mahal and all its, she's never been to the Taj Mahal. She said, but I saw it perfectly. I saw the sand. I thought I was in the sand. Just delusional. She wanted to quit. She wanted to quit. And her coach, who was right there beside her in a boat, just said, just give me five more minutes. Just give me five more minutes. And she'd say, and she'd say find a way. Find a way. Find a way. Some days that's the story you and others need to hear. Just give me five more minutes. And when you get there, give me just five more. Dig deep. Find a way. Because you can do this. You can get through this. You can, you will, and you must. Just don't stop swimming. Don't stop swimming because if you stop, you'll drown in fear and doubt. And what if? Five more minutes. It's not about saving them. They have, to, they have to do the work. They have to keep going. It's not about saving them. They save themselves. They save themselves thanks to you painting, just painting a different future, a different change for them. That something better. That something better is on the horizon. Look ahead. Don't stop swimming. Five more minutes. Find a way.